recording of this podcast, so thanks for being here. Uh, welcome to episode 26 of Booze and Phasers. Uh, my name is Audrey Kearns. I'm one of the founders of Geek Girl Authority, along with... Claudia Dolph. How's it going, Emerald City Comic Con? We're so excited. It's the end of the day. We're nice. so tired. Nice, nice. Um, like I said, we're, we're recording this episode live, which is very excited. Uh, this is a show where we drink cocktails and talk genre. So, um, sure, this is coffee. And we're drinking a lot of coffee. <laughs> but today our topic is going to be best androids and AIs in science fiction. And we'd love to get you involved, depending on if you guys get reception up here. So if you have any thoughts about what we're talking about, or you have a robot or android that you think we didn't give time to, then tweet at Booze and Phasers, yep. your robot of choice, or whatever you think about what we're saying. And Claudia may or may not read it. Uh, to you. Depending on reception, we will read yes. what we can. Now, we're excited here because uh, Claudia and I have been, this is our 26th episode of Booze and Phasers, but yeah. we got some great guests to come here for Emerald City Comic Con. We have, uh, this is Mr. Kai Erickson. Uh, hello. You've seen him on, <laughs> you've seen him on the 4400, on See No Evil 2, NCIS Los Angeles, Hell on Wheels, and that's just to ma name a few, so thank you for joining us, Kai. Well, thanks for having me. Good to have you here. Oh, and you are a, this is your third appearance. Is it my third or, is it third second? or fourth? It's third. Third. I think it's it your feels third. Like magic we don't know. Time. He's been on quite a few times. <laughs> if, let's just be honest. He's also my boyfriend. So if we need somebody to guest in on the podcast, Listen, he's it, easy to come by. It's not that I'm obligated to do the show. It's that they feed me booze. So we I'm do. Like, yeah, and I'll show legit, up and, and talk about robots. Credits. Yeah. Legit and then we also have Nikki Griffin. Hi. So you will know her from the OC, you guys. Come on, the OC. Fast not, and Furious. Not the right crowd for the OC. No, I know. <laughs> right? No? Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. Come on, we got some action people, right? Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And she's also a writer for Geek Magazine, so we're so excited that she's with us tonight. And before we get started, we want to thank our sponsor. We do have a sponsor. We do have a sponsor, Devotion Vodka. Thank you so much for getting me on a plane getting me to Seattle because I found Devotion Vodka Minis, and that was amazing. Um, but they are gluten-free, so if anybody needs a vodka that's gluten-free, sugar-free, American-made, then Devotion Vodka is the way to go. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Now, we begin our show with going over a segment <laughs> called Shatner Tweets, <laughs> where we read the weirdest William Shatner tweets from the previous week, and Claudia has a wonderful selection for you for this week's Shatner Tweet. Shatner, Shatner Did anybody go to the Outlander panel? Was anybody at that? Did you watch that? Anyone watch it, Outlander? Did you get in? It, yeah, it was, was the line so long? to get in. Um, so he has a couple of, uh, he's got a couple of tweets about that, but I first want to say that he, he has had an ongoing thing. If you do not follow him, please go and follow him because he's been tweeting about Outlander for a couple years now. He's very passionate about Outlander. He gets into arguments with shippers, um, and I don't know if anybody is a shipper here, but he does have, uh, he, he, does, he considers Sam a, a good friend of his, and he will go to his defense. Um, so, uh, uh, I, I, I'll say this. He congratulated Kat on Emerald City Comic Con being her first Comic Con ever. And a lot of people called him on that because they mentioned, well, she did San Diego Comic-Con last summer. To which he replied, 
San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con is not a real Comic-Con. <laughs> so it doesn't what? count. <laughs> so there's two sides to this. Congratulations, Emerald City Comic-Con. He thinks you're the only le- you know, legit. You're better than San Diego Comic-Con, right? Right. And the other side is that he's just trying to start shit. And yes. He's just trying to pick fights because SDCC apparently does not register in his brain. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, let's see, he, he, uh, uh, so Sam, I guess he, well, Sam always wears a kilt to these, uh, uh, Comic-Cons. And so he, uh, went to the, 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 the Outlander panel yesterday. He was wearing a kilt to which his butt cheek met the couch, apparently. And so William Shatner tweeted, hashtag almost butt cheek, eye roll emoji, versus hashtag shabby couch. Shabby couch? So he what wasn't impressed. He wasn't impressed with the couch. <laughs> and he loves his emojis. If you don't know that about William Shatner, he loves his emojis. Yes. Uh, and then there's one, I'll just say one more. Uh, I don't know what this has to do with anything, but he, uh, oh, he was uh, live tweeting The 100 the other night, and he posted a gif of NeNe Leakes from the uh, Real, Housewives. Real Housewives of Atlanta. That's all. <laughs> and I didn't know Shatner was into that. Yeah. So that's, that's your Shatner tweets for this week. All right. It was that, uh, really bizarre. Right. We also like to always cover one news story before we go into yeah. um, our topic. And what we found interesting this week is the new Deep Space Nine documentary that um, they are trying to get so made. So excited. And um, they are doing an uh, Indiegogo campaign. Is it Indiegogo or, or Go- Indiegogo. Yeah. yeah. And they asked for like $150,000. They're already up to $400. $466,000. Yeah. And um, they're basically calling, themse- calling themselves the black sheep of the Star Trek franchise. And they said they're going to go in depth about how different they were Yeah, super different, but I'm kind of excited. I know we're fans of DS9. I don't know if you guys are, like, huge fans of DS9. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty exciting that, you know, they're getting the whole... The cast and crew is involved. Um, Ira Stephen Bear, your former boss, and, you know, he's the one that's at the helm of this. He's yep. producing it. Adam Nimoy is directing it. So it's very exciting um, that this is, this is happening. Good job, guys. On the cocktails. Oh, yeah, look at that. What cheers? Come on. (laughs) They're looking behind No, you. We're looking at you. Yeah. Yeah. We're looking at you. I know. I lost lost the game. game. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. It's you guys. No, you won. You won. So I I think it's really cool. Their their video on their their campaign page is awfully cute. They have, like, uh, they get about five of the the cast members to kind of pitch. Uh Terry Farrell. Terry Farrell. um, um, Nana Visitor. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's a really cute video, and um, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. I'm excited. Are you guys excited for DS9? I mean, do, are you, is anybody a DS9 mm-hmm. enthusiast? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it. Jeffrey, uh, is it Jeffrey Combs? Mm-hmm. Is in the video, yeah. too. I love, yeah. I love uh, Jeffrey. He's the best. Jeffrey Combs. Oh, he's the best. So, you guys, here is our topic. Um, what we're going to talk about for the next 20 <laughs> minutes is our favorite androids and AIs and robots from, from science fiction and what they meant to us or why we think they're... Fantastic, and um, we put this out to our Twitter following, our, our fans um, that weren't able to make it tonight, and I'm just going to read off some of the suggestions that they pitched to us, and then we'll get to our own personal choices, and then we want to hear what robots you guys like as well. But uh, on social media, at um, Canrugger, he just said Bender. 
Which yeah. I thought was pretty cool. Futurama. Yeah. Yeah. And then at Nerdian yeah. said Data. Data all day. Data's a classic. Yeah. Also, and I'm sorry, guys, I'm not a gamer. Edie or EDI from Mass Effect. Am I right? Anybody? I hear, I see some nods. Cylons, come on. Cylons. Vicky from Small oh Wonder, HK47 from Knights yes. of the Old Republic, Johnny, yes. Fi Johnny Five. Oh, come on. Johnny Five. Johnny number five yes. is alive. <laughs> You're damn right. Chappie Tars from Interstellar, Jinx from Space Camp, Voltron, Sid 6.7. Wow, she went to town on that. And then we also got um, at Corgi Commander. I think this guy likes corgis. He's adorable. Wally. I can get behind Wally. Yeah. yeah. A T-800 and Dumb E, which is Tony Stark's robot arm, got his vote. Robot. Uh, ZP International um, likes Le Lexa. I never say her name right. Is it Dwag or Doig from Andromeda? You guys don't know? She played Rami on Andromeda. Um, Talina Morrison at Linming said 1812 from Farscape, which I think is hilarious. Oh, Anybody? Audrey yes, so one person. No one ever knows <laughs> what I'm talking about when I go crazy about Star Trek. 1812 is adorable. Um, what else do we got? Data, Marvin from Hitchhiker's Guide, HAL 9000. Mm -hmm. HAL 9000, of course. Yeah. Um, and Puck90 said David from AI, the movie, because I got my SAG card doing his voiceover for the movie trailer test. That's so cool. Which I thought was pretty awesome. That's really cool. Robbie the Robot, B9 from Lost in Space, yeah. Red Queen from Resident Evil. Yeah, I heard it, yeah. Okay, and Friday, which is from a Robert Heinlein book. Ava from Ex Machina, while wow, she, uh, Puck90 oh, yeah. went crazy on this one. Invader Zim, Cylons, uh, she said Bender as well. All the Star Wars bots, and then... <gasps> Wait, Robert Hewitt-Wolf tweeted at us? Yeah, I was going to tell you guys <gasps> that. Hey. Hold on, Robert Hewitt-Wolf, guys. Hold on. Writer from DS9 tweeted at us. Yeah. And 4400. And he, what's interesting <laughs> and is elementary. He, he wrote the Next Gen episode. Well, he didn't write it. He came, he was a story what? idea behind a fistful of datas, if you guys remember that Next Gen episode. Yes. But he didn't say data. He actually said Rami from Andromeda. Yeah. As well, and and like Claudia said, he's he's huge, huge, huge writer, we like 4400 yeah. and, and and a lot alphas. Mm -hmm. Alphas was alphas, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the robots from Ice Pirates, Heart Beeps. Buck, what was Buck Rogers' robot? No, 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 no. Hold on, save it because I have something to say about that guy. <laughs> hold on, we're gonna save him for later Here because we I go. hate him, and we're gonna talk oh, about it. Wow. I want to hear I, what his name was. Tweaky. Tweaky. He's an asshole. Is he that beady beady beady? Yes. Now, is that him? Oh, come on. How can you not like something beady beady beady? Dude, he's weird. Are you telling me no one said Robocop? Okay, well, Kai, let's okay, start with on. you. Why do you have an affinity for Robocop? Because I always pick Robocop. You know how much I love Robocop. That's all he wants so to that, watch. Your, your whole Which answer one? is just Robocop because he's a robot and a cop. Well, yeah, he's a cop. And he's a robot, and that's <laughs> but he's awesome. Also, you he's just also said it the other way around. The, he's also talking about the new RoboCop, too. No, 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 was it Peter Weller? Right. Yeah, okay. Right. I, I, you can't beat Peter Weller, though. He's, he's just no. fantastic. I mean, I thought the, the new one was fine, but um, yeah. I don't know. It's like Total Recall with uh, Colin Farrell. I was like, yeah, it's an okay movie, but it's not, right. it's not the, no. eight, or the 80s or whenever, whenever Total, Total Recall came out. Miss um, <laughs> Nikki. Hi. What's Hi. a robot you like? 
Well, uh, my favorite's the Buffy bot from Buffy She's the dressed Empire as Buffy Slayer, bot. which I'm dressed as Buffy the bot. Um, she was Why do you five. love Buffy bot? Well, because she was originally, let's look at my crowd here. She was originally created as Spike's um, special friend. How about that? And <laughs> she, uh. they originally went on, like, once they became aware that she was a robot, they eventually used her in their battles with the big bads and stuff. And uh, she fought with Glory, uh, Claire Kramer, who is here somewhere today. Yeah. Um, but then if you read the comic books, they, she had a big role in the comic books too. Um, and Buffy, in the comic books, she become, they, uh, Andrew builds her, because now Andrew's part of the Scooby gang, and he switches Buffy's uh, conscience with the... I don't know how he does it, but they, he Magic. switches Buffy's brain with the robot and sends real Buffy into hiding because there's a death threat against her. And so Buffy's just like living this um, idyllic life, uh, gardening and whatever. And the, real, the robot Buffy is fighting in her place and playing big sister to Dawn and gets her arm ripped off and becomes self-aware. So Ooh. I thought that was really cool. That's what it takes to become self-aware, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Get your armor up. Yeah. Now, if you were to have coffee with Buffy or Buffy Bot, who would you choose? Oh, Buffy. You, you want regular Buffy? I want regular Buffy. Okay, I can get... Now, my, my first choice is... Um, I'm going to say Roy Batty <laughs> from Blade Runner. Um, go with yeah. the, the, the replicants here. Um, Roy Batty, if you guys are familiar with Blade Runner, he's uh, part of the Renegade uh, Nexus 6 replicants. Super strength, super genius. Um, he's a combat uh, android. And, you know, it's like a, a perfect, in a two-hour version, to have somebody do their own wanting to live longer, wanting to, you know, facing their mortality. And then, of course, Roy Batty has that incredible monologue at the end, Time to Die, you know, to, like, like Tears and Rain, Time to Die. Yes. And um, out of all the replicants in that movie, you got Pris, you got um, Sean Young, um, Joanna Cassidy is actually an awesome replicant in that movie. Mm -hmm. She's a snake. Yeah. Yeah, and everything. And um, I don't know, Roy Batty, he's so violent and so awful, but in that last scene, yeah. it's just, you just want to give him a hug. Even though he may break your back when you're giving him the hug, <laughs> you still want to kind of kind of give him, give, him, give him a hug. Claudia? Um, I want to take this opportunity to clarify something really quickly because uh, David Benedict did tweet at us, RoboCop is not an AI, he is a cyborg. We did include cyborgs. We did include cyborgs. Yeah, I didn't man. say it. I didn't Robot. say it. Yeah. We I didn't say, say it. it. I didn't but say we did it. say uh, our theme was going to be robots, AIs, androids, and cyborgs. Yeah. Yeah, stop dishing RoboCop, man. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, that <laughs> actually, it's a very good point. No, that it's a good point. He yeah. brings up because it we actually... We didn't clarify. It actually opens... It up to it a does. whole new Absolutely. group of people. Yeah. Like the Borg. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, but who do, who do you have? Um, um, I, I, I'm going to talk about something very... Uh, the, my favorite... Tweaky? No. I'm, okay. I'm, fuck that guy. Uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about my favorite Twilight Zone episode, actually, called The Lonely, and uh, stars Jack Warden, and there's a robot that is sent to be his companion. Called, her name is Alicia. 
Yes. It's my favorite um, Twilight Zone episode ever. But anyways, Jack Warden is uh, an inmate. He is sent to this planet, and he's supposed to be serving this uh, uh, sentence of 50 years or something like that. <laughs> and after a few years, they send this robot, this female robot, to keep him company. And at first, he's like, he doesn't like it. He's kind of like, yeah, she's not real. But... You know, when you are stuck in this predicament and you have this person who does become your companion and she is crying real tears and you have this relationship, like she's the only thing you have a relationship with, you know, it starts to mean something. And then he gets pardoned after 20 years and they go, you have you have 20 minutes to decide if you want to stay here with your robot lady friends or you can go and be free for the rest of your life. And at that what point, he choose? has such a connection with yeah. her. And he actually, you know, makes a very good point. And it's so compelling and heartbreaking. He's like, I don't want to leave without her. I don't want to leave without her. She really is somebody. She's not just a robot. And then, spoiler. <laughs> In case you're binging the original <laughs> the Twilight, Twilight Zone right now. <laughs> spoiler. Uh, the warden, like, shoots her in the face. In the face. And you realize, you know, she is just a robot. And, Aww. you know, but it's Heartbreaking. Nice it is job on heart- the deep break. cut. Yeah, it is heartbreaking, but it is my favorite episode. And mm-hmm. nice, Kai. Uh, do you have any other robots? Well, I do. Aside from RoboCop. Aside from RoboCop. Aside from RoboCop. Um, my favorite robot of all time, and don't judge me, people. Is, That's what we're here for. Too late. Is Sorry. Jeff Peterson from the Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson? Yes. <laughs> I, mean, I love I, Jeff. Listen. Grant Amahara. You know, and that's a great Twilight Zone episode. We watched that recently together, and I love that one. What? And, the one about Jeff Peterson and Craig Ferguson? No, no. Oh. You're, no. Uh, but <laughs> They're in a relationship, so they're going to bicker a lot, just so you know. We watch a lot of TV together. Yeah. Um, but I used to love Jeff Peterson on The Late Late Show. Yeah? That's funny. a fantastic robot. I'll give you that. I mean, come on. I feel bad really? because I don't head? know no. the reference. This guy's shaking his head no. What? No, it was pretty funny, though. Come, Come on. on. It was pretty funny. No, no. And Grant built that thing? Yeah. Grant I think we Imahara, should mention Westworld. A friend of, a friend of oh. the show. So is yeah. that your next? You like Westworld? Are you Yeah, band? I think we should talk about Westworld. Let's I mean, talk it was about like it. one let's of the talk, biggest yeah, hit shows it. of the year. And <laughs> Tell us what you think, Nikki. Um, I love Westworld. I love, uh, it kind of takes back to what Claudia was saying about um is she real? Is she, she's crying. She's a human, you know, she has feelings. I mean, that's kind of the whole basis of Westworld. You know, are they, they're becoming self-aware and they're trying to figure out if, if they have value, if their lives and their feelings have value because they're not just um, machines. And I think it's really cool, especially in, in this day and age. And I don't know if a lot of you are gamers out there and watch the show, it's kind of interesting. Like when I, when I play a video game, it's really hard sometimes. You know, you, you feel, you kind of feel bad for NPCs sometimes. Like, it's like, oh, God, this poor, you know, this poor schmuck. Uh, but they're just a game. And watching Westworld, it's kind of like that. Like, you, you know, these people, the other robots or androids or whatever they are that are walking around in the background, they're all robots, too. They're all just there, and they're not the main focus of the show. Yeah. Well, my favorite uh, robot android stories, and even um, even even Cyborg, if you look at Seven of Nine, you know, Data, yeah. um, are the ones like you're, you're talking about. You know, they've got their inherent programming that maybe ma- makes them combative like Roy 
Batty was a military um, replicant. Um, they had their inherent programming, but there's also this childlike quality while they're trying to come to terms, like, like Tandy Newton. Mm -hmm. in Westworld and what she's going through is absolutely yeah she's fantastic it, 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 on the show it's wonderful because yeah. she has these moments of complete innocence while she's you know awakening yeah. basically yeah. realizing what she is but then she'll turn around and she'll stab you in the face yeah it's interesting because <laughs> they, they had like all her memories that of her, pro, her prior programming that would seep to the uh, the surface which um, and I'm going to bring it back to Buffy Bot here um, <laughs> that's kind of how she you know she discovered that she she would have like flashes of her memory of being actual Buffy. And then in the original, when they reprogrammed her from Spike's special friend into Scooby helper gang, um, she would occasionally say thing about they say things about Spike's body out of the blue. She'd be like, well, you should see him naked or, um, <laughs> but then it would just be, it would be, the regular programming. Um, so it was just kind of about, about those memories and that former programming seeping to the... the I was on a flight one time to a con and, and Spike was on the plane. Mm. And I just, you know, his name... I, I couldn't remember his name because I wanted to say hi, but then James I realized... Spike, I, yeah. Yeah, that's it. But all I could think of is saying hi, Spike. And so I, I thankfully, <laughs> my brain took over and said, Audrey, you just need to sit down <laughs> in the back of the plane no, no, and okay. let him enjoy his flight. Um, Aquanet, I have some deep cuts here too, but I'm gonna go for for a big one, which is, you know, the Cylons, which I think we can we can all oh well we can discuss okay. it together. We can all agree on. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna talk about the um, the second iteration of BSG. I am old, I know you guys, I know I look 21, <laughs> but believe it or not. I was around when the first Bal uh, Battlestar Galactica was Ooh. around. I was a kid, yeah. and me and my sister used yeah. to watch that. Uh, had a crush on Richard Hatch, R.I.P. Oh, Richard no. Hatch. You know, my sister and I used to like um, flip a coin because we'd go on adventures with Starbuck and Apollo, and we flip a coin to see who got which guy. Yeah, yeah that's what happens to nine-year-olds. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, the thing about the silence, which is kind of what you were talking about in Westworld. You know, they started uh, kind of, you know, it, it, it's that process. It was very complicated. You have religion that they're dealing with. They're having war that they're dealing with. And this isn't their first time. I mean, the theme of Battlestar Galactica is all of this happened before and will happen again. So this is not the first Cylon <laughs> War. It's actually the second Cylon War. It's like the Wheel of Time, if any like of you guys Hello. are into fantasy books. Yeah. You know, everything, everything yeah. comes around. And... Once they get their society going, they're just as bad as humans. They torture their own. Of course. They box their yeah. own, you know, and there's the centurions, there's, yeah. you know, skin jobs, which is what they call them, is also Toasters, skin a jobs. call out to uh, Blade Runner because yeah. they use um, Harry, I forget the character, uh, M.M. Walsh plays in Blade Runner, use the term skin job. And um, I... I I love this. And the fact that they had eight Cylons and each of them, like Lucy Lawless at that one point was kind of coming over to the human side. And, and, and then um, who's the um, quantum leap guy who was number one? Uh, oh, what's his name? Al. No, no. Scott, ba the other, no, 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 Scott Al. Ba the other guy who was in the show with him. Dean Stockwell. Dean Stockwell. Thank you. As uh, <laughs> number one of the Cylons and everything. And, yeah. and then at the end of the show, when they were teasing the final five, you guys are going to yeah. find out the final five. I actually, some people didn't like it. I loved the 
sequence with all along the watchtower plane oh, when yeah, they all I know I was, they all, I was a sucker for that for and sure and I'm like Saul Saul is not a Cylon but Saul was Such a Cylon a Cylon yeah but um I find and this is what you can't do in a two-hour movie and this is how I feel about data and the Cylons is that you had many seasons for them to live out their story of becoming uh, trying to be more than what they were right. programmed to do. I think the sidelines were further along than, than Data, but I wanted well, to give them a shout-out. Well, that'll be, I'll be specific. Six is my favorite Cylon. And, Caprica uh, Six. Caprica Six. Um, but I just love Six and Gaius Baltar. Like, that was one of my favorite relationships on that show. I mean, it was such a Lady Macbeth, Macbeth sort of... It's very theatrical. Very theatrical, and I thought it was just played out so fun and evil, and, you know, you, you, you just saw Gaius as this sort of, like, dumbass, which was awesome. <laughs> and she was sort of manipulating the whole thing, which I loved. Like, it, was, so, it was super clever. Yeah. Kai, do you have any of the robots? Yeah, Johnny Number 5, and I'm glad oh, that someone no. brought that up, because that was one of my favorite movies as a was kid. That, what was that, Short Circuit? Short, Short Circuit. circuit. Yeah. I, and I liked Short Circuit, too, as well. Um, oh. I, I think I wore, like, my VHS out yeah. because I watched it so many times. And I think it was, like, as a kid, it was, like, a bootleg copy off TV, so I had to fast-forward through the commercials. Um, but I, I was enamored with, like, this robot because I he thought he was a human tell, he, and he had you feelings. You tell the kids what a VHS is. Well, for the, for the young ones at home. Hold on really quick. A, a VHS, no. Um, but here was this robot who didn't really understand that he was a robot and he had, like, these human emotions and it was heartbreaking. I mean, talk Aww. about, like, a sappy story for, like, a simple idea, but, but it, I, I love mean, Johnny number five. I love that because I could I actually I could I could never make it through the movie even as a kid. But that's what <laughs> no, that's what I love about these conversations is that you know some of the stuff. I mean, Claudia, we laugh at each other all the time because sometimes yeah. I'll like I'm constantly talking about Farscape. I have this crazy addiction to Farscape. Always. Which sometimes you shake your head you. at me. You know, the great you thing, <laughs> the great thing about art and, and film is that it means different things yeah, to different people, different and things. it obviously connected to you, Johnny Number Five. It did. I mean. Come on, who it. doesn't like Johnny Number Five? Come on! You're, you're so... <laughs> oh, oh, what? She doesn't like Johnny Number Five. What? What? Get fights. We'll and have it, some drinks fights. after the show. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the pre-Wally, you know. I mean, That's... Wally was kind of. Why not? A that doesn't help. Of the... Why don't you oh, hold on no. really quickly? Why don't you like? Oh, like, oh, so you didn't like just out of the drive-in and laugh. You didn't well, that was your it. first mistake. You went to a drive-in. Did you park well, in the back? That's the coolest part of that movie. I know, That's but awesome. like, if you're at the drive-in, like, you park where they you tell park. you to. Yeah. We had drive-ins in and, Dallas. And so you were like, "Not for me, not for me," and then turned on your headlights and pissed off yeah, everybody. Yeah, I hope you had to do like <laughs> you drove a out of that twenty-point turn. <laughs> Just oh yeah, great. <laughs> Claudia, I took your Cylons. Do you have another one? Uh, yeah. Well, I'll talk about. Um, okay, so here's the thing. I didn't love, and this might be controversial. I didn't love Ex Machina. Uh, I did love, I did like Ava, though. I like the dancing. I like, the, the dancing was I thought fun. it was a great I, movie. I, I, yeah, I had, I had struggles with the movie. I had some struggles with the movie, but I did love that at the, in the end, she was like, oh, sorry, sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to get out of here. Peace. And she just um, leaves them, and I get it. Yeah, even, get the, it. even the nice guy didn't make it out. Like, 
it was it, it was very yeah, it was interesting, great. and I it didn't end the way that I thought it was going to end, which I liked because I went into the movie and most of the way through I was like, oh great, here we go again. Oh, there's it's a sexy sci-fi female robot, and he's got the crush, you know, the whole you know same tropes over and over again. Yeah, yeah. And the end did not end the way that I thought it was going to. Which was which was which was nice. great. Speaking of that, I don't know. Are any of you guys watching Humans right now? I watched the are, first like six episodes. Yeah, it's on season two right now, and I cannot recommend it enough. Any any Merlin fans? For yeah, okay. Um, oh gosh, Merlin, I can't remember his name. I'm going blank, but he's in, in in Humans, and it's a great. It's a present day, basically alternate reality, present day Earth, where um, uh, all the androids, robots, or whatever, are basically our slaves. We can buy them. We can buy a cleaning model or a babysitting model, whatever you want to do. And of course, kind of like Westworld and Anthony Hopkins, there's a scientist who did slip a program and a few of them, so they actually feel emotions and, and, and stuff like that. And it's about a bunch of these robots. There, there's tens of thousands of them all over the world starting to awaken. And some of them are like Ava, where it's just like F you humans mm -hmm. for treating this, me this way, especially yeah. like if they were a pleasure robot or, or, yeah. or something like mm -hmm. that. And it's, it's a very, I can't recommend it enough. You can binge the first 10 episodes. Uh, season two is like in a third or fourth episode and it's, it's absolutely I think it takes fantastic. a couple episodes to get yeah. into it. Because yeah. I, I, it was, until you get to that, part of it, it, yeah. it moves a little slowly. Yeah, so if you're him. binging, that's even better because yeah. if you're going week to week, right. you might go out. Do you have another one? Another robot? Oh, I was just looking at this this one and these these. Would you like to talk about those ones? Um, I mean, I don't have anything particularly special to say, but I really love BB-8. Oh, um, I thought BB-8 was awesome. It so made who, me cry. BB-8 was great. Archie yes, too. actually. So you guys, here's four droids for you. Here, C-3PO, R2-D2, actually five, Chopper, BB-8, and General Grievous. <laughs> <laughs> Who's and the it? new one? What's the new one in? Uh... Oh gosh, I forgot. S um... K two S O. K two S O. Yes, and K two S O. Those are all, all awesome. K two S O was a C three P O we never had. It's a yeah, little more adult what... humor. <laughs> um, he didn't complain as much, and he has all. Yeah, the humor. that guy's annoying. Yeah. Who are your favorite uh, uh, droids from Star Wars? No, go ahead. But if you, you had to on. pick, if you had to pick a Star Wars droid, none or all? What, what were you gonna say? R2-D2, the one with the flat feet in no, the box. No, 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 not R2-D2, the other one before. Uh, yeah, and he goes, ah. Oh, I don't know his name. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Thank you for the deep Thank cut. You. What were you going to say? We've had cocktails. Deep. Oh, my God. I have a whole thing on Bishop. I was bringing that up. <laughs> we are of the same mind, me and you. No, no, no. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and jump on that. Bishop from Aliens. You guys remember Bishop? Oh, yeah. Lance Henriksen. Oh, no, I would. Yeah. Yeah. He was the one who most closely followed the three laws of robotics that Asimov had. Much different from <laughs> the... Uh, much different from the, the android in the first Alien. I think his name was Ash by Ash. Ian Holm. Yeah. Ash, yeah, where he didn't have those uh, subroutines or whatever you want to call them because I'm not a scientist. I don't even know if I said that right, but it sounded smart. Um, <laughs> uh, that would stop him from hurting humans, which Bishop had. He ends up saving Newt and, yep. um, and, and Ripley. And, of course, we can never forget... Another rest in peace to Bill Paxton. The, My God. The knife game that yeah. they played with, yeah. with Which Bishop. Which is great. You know, and you felt that Bishop, 
even though he was a robot, was always trying to convince Ripley that I'm okay. Like, you can trust me, you know, because yeah. she was so over robots because yeah. of what happened with Ash. Yes, I yeah. love... Yes, he did, yeah. Did they do it, like, really yes. slow and yes. then sped it up? No. He practiced so I heard that, too. Yep. That was him. Yeah, that was that him doing that. That wasn't a prosthetic hand? No, that was him. See, yeah. I learned some trivia today. That is fascinating. That was him. Oh, that's yeah. great. Good, good one, good one. Yeah. Anyone else want to jump in with another robot before we get well, to the audience? Uh, no, I, I mean, I think that's... Yes, I, I think those are good ones to bring up. I think the K2SO was a great, um, uh, a great, uh, <laughs> he was sort of the dog that got killed, you know, and then we knew everything else was going downhill, right? Like, it's like, oh, no, they, they freaking, like, killed K2SO. Did any, did oh, shit, guys... everyone is out after this. That's the first thing. I was like, oh, no, we're all gone. We're done. We're all done. And did I started crying. Did any just... of you guys... Like, love K2SO because it was actually truly funny or because it was Alan Tudyk? He was truly funny, I thought. <laughs> so, he was refrained. And I was worried about that because Alan Tudyk can be a little sticky sometimes. But yeah. we love him and he's Which very I talented. Which I love about him. Yeah. yeah, but it was very... I thought it was appropriately yeah. funny and not, not whiny annoying. or annoying. Like C-3PO. Yeah, uh, kind of C-3PO. So a little darker, uh, there's Vision... <laughs> As well. Oh, we love uh, Vision, Vision, which is an yeah. awesome. Marvel. You know, it's it's interesting what they're doing in the Marvel Cinematic Universe compared to what Vision is in the comics and everything. But I really love Paul Bettany's take on him. Yeah. And um, he's so strong. <laughs> he's so strong, and he's just he's like such a sexy he's very voice. handsome. And he and the Scarlet Witch are just so cute. Are it's they? Like, uh, I mean, yeah. come anyone, on. No, are you actually a fan of Scarlet Witch, though? Yes. Yeah. What? In the movies. I think it's fine in the movies. I think she's fine in the I movies. I think she's fine, oh. too. I love... I, I, I think she's a really... That girl's, like, actually a really yeah. good actress, I think. I think she is, too. But what, did you not see that Russian Hulk movie she did? She's not Russian. Yes, the Russian. Mary... Mary Molly... Mary Mag... Whatever. It's yeah. Very, very... Not Mary Magdalene. <laughs> no, that's no. biblical. No. That's a whole that's different movie. Mary... BB-8. Hey, there's BB-8. There's BB-8. BB-8. We're talking about robots. Oh, I love your dress. Oh, look at BB-8 dress. <laughs> That's amazing. It looks fantastic. Um, this is the fun thing about doing this show live here. We get to, to watch all these people. It's yeah. fantastic. I costumes. do think that she's a good actress. Elizabeth Olsen of I the Olsen twin I do too. shadow. <laughs> I know, but that is not a Russian actor. I was going to bring up a, a, a kind of deep cut because um, it's a newer show, and I don't know if any of you guys are a fan. Small Wonder? Are, are, oh, you got okay. you get. You're up next. Oh, Hold on. Um, okay. Just save it. Vicky, okay. yeah. Um, and if you guys watching Dark Matter by any chance? Yeah, the android Zoe Palmer in Dark Matter. She's it's oh, really Zoe Palmer is yeah. the yes she's, android. She's oh, one of the main uh, cast members of. She is um, a very nice person. Zoe is a wonderful person. Yeah. Yes. And uh, you know she's basically interfaced with the ship. You know, so she's also running the ship. But she's going through something right now where. Um, She's discovering that there's like a dark, um, not dark. There's there there's like a, a rebel group of robots that are getting together, trying to free themselves from basically slavery and everything. And it's really fun. She's such a good actress. It's really fun watching her try to break free of um, and have emotions and everything. Yeah. And, and so I would suggest that. So tell us about Small Wonder. Yeah. Hold on. This is one of your picks, right? <laughs> well, it was one of my picks because I, you know. I just love the idea of this young robot girl foiling all the plans of this family and kind of like getting shut off just as she was about to 
you know, ruin the gig that she was an actual robot. I don't know. I grew up with it. I never watched it. I, I watched it. You've never seen Small oh, Wonder? Oh, no, I've never I seen Small Wonder. Small Wonder. Uh, She's a small Is it on wonder. Netflix right now? No. Really? No. Why would it be on Netflix? Why wouldn't it be on Netflix? <laughs> no. Come on. It's, it's classic. Know. It's one of those shows that you grew up with and that's just, I don't but know. But there were some pretty, yeah, there were some pretty amazing people that were on the show. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, yeah, no, she was amazing. And, uh, I love the show myself. I just think it's hilarious. Okay, we got to show it to Audrey. <laughs> I guess I guess that's my. We my haven't mentioned next... any cyborgs, have we? No, I think that Not was yet. a great, uh, great bringing up yes, uh, cyborgs. Yes, so yes. we got. Um, I don't know if anybody watches Supergirl. Is anybody yeah. besides me? All right. Yeah, yeah cyborg Superman. Um, uh, if you, Seven of nine. <laughs> Robocop. We yeah, Robocop. Talked about Robocop. Robocop. <laughs> absolutely. Um, oh, we did. Talk about, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Now, is Terminator a robot or a cyborg? What's that? He's a robot? Okay, so, all right. But that was one of yours, right? You had the robot, you had the Terminators that you wanted to talk about. That was on my list. But... Cybermen. Mm-hmm. Cybermen from Doctor um, Who, right? Mm-hmm. So, would Daleks be like robots or cyborgs because they do have flesh inside of them? So, what would they be? Cyborgs? Okay, good. I feel like I'm working a lot of That's stuff out right now. That's why they're assholes. <laughs> I had a book about how to defeat um, Daleks. And basically, the biggest thing was just jump on their back. Because they can't they attack can't turn you. Around. They can't turn around. So if you just jump on their back, so you have to they piggy- will, can't kill you. You have to piggyback forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forever. Until Doctor <laughs> it's Who. It's a great comes. book. Now, is the TARDIS... Is that a robot, or is that just a living... Well, now, we're not... What? That's what I'm asking, because they had that episode where yeah, you I met. Know. Okay. I don't know. What do you guys think? Is, is the TARDIS a... It's, a, it's, it's, it's is, like Moya yeah. from Farscape, right? Yeah. Okay. Thank you for the, another Farscape reference. Good. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's Booze and Pacers. You should stop by. We're talking about cyborgs and... But Androids and robots. You guys like robots? We haven't talked about the boobs. most... Did you say boobs? We haven't talked about boobs. Oh, I thought you said boobs. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, we haven't boobs. talked about boobs well, we can't yet. Give away I boobs, heard boobs so. as well. I didn't know if you were saying boo, <laughs> like you hated us, or you were saying nice boobs. I was like, th- you're I wasn't. welcome. Listen, sir, we can talk about this later. <laughs> sir. We need a couple more drinks, Exactly. Um, we didn't talk about the biggest robot, though, I think that's been in television history for the past 20 years, which is Data. We haven't. I think we were all like, oh, somebody's going to talk about Data. Exactly. Yeah. It's like we, last week we did a show on space operas and nobody mentioned Star Wars because we all And nobody thought, mentioned V, by yeah. the way. Well, there's a big difference between V and Star there's Wars. Not. <laughs> there's I'm, not. I'm sorry. <laughs> but no one mentioned Star Wars because it was a given, you know, and I think that's what it was with Data. And I found, you know, I think he's a classic Pinocchio story. You know, and what, the biggest thing, I, one of the most interesting things of his storyline is when he got his emotion chip. And um, it, what was, uh, that was with the Borg. That was the second next-gen movie, right? First Contact, right? And um, he had such a bad experience that he would rather take the emotion chip out then live with it. How many of us are feeling like that right now? Tell I me know. About we, it. Don't, we don't have the option to take <laughs> we don't have the, option. <laughs> the emotion chip emotion out. Um, let's open it up to the floor. Uh, uh, one of you guys tweeted, um, why isn't anybody talking about Kit? 
And uh, oh, does that count? Yeah, yeah, it counts, yes, right? Yes, it does. But it's Absolutely. A, all right. so, which one of you guys tweeted about? So why do you think uh, Kit? Where the props don't do a show where the props are cooler than you are. I love it. That's true. That's true. Um, anybody else have any robots or droids we didn't mention yet? Yeah. An yeah. AI. Okay. Oh, oh the yeah, yeah, Ender, from Saga, Ender yeah. Saga. Yeah. Right. It's a fantastic movie. Just kidding. Yeah. You mean in, in the book series, like Speaker for the Dead and on and on and on? Yeah, yeah. I read those, yeah. Yeah. It was an interesting relationship, and I can't recommend enough. Um, I like people who read Ender's Game, it's su such an exciting book that when you get to the next three, they're much more, a little more philosophical, a little more about um, human interactions, but I still love them. I love Speaker for the Dead. I love the second one very much. Should who was your other one? Should I go down with the mic? Hold on, really. Should I go down with the mic? Um, yeah, actually, yeah, you yeah. probably should go down hold with on, it. We'll on. get you so we can Save get you. Save your thoughts. Yeah. Are there, is there alcohol in that? First, that's why I'm coming down. <laughs> Not, I don't care what you have to say. You have another one? You got a spare? Cool. So the second one is actually the um, Nexus trilogy. I don't think it's working down by there. Nam Ramirez. The Nexus trilogy? I haven't. I haven't. So it's not familiar a recent sci-fi trilogy. I think written. The first book was written in 2014 or 2015. There are three books that complete it. Uh huh. Um, He's talking about the Nexus trilogy. I'm writing this down, my friend. That... Ramirez, nice. Okay. Sweet. Uh-huh. Right. This is really complicated. After two glasses of wine. No, no, I love it. Here and talking to my you, mic. Yeah, you should yeah. come up here. If you want to come and sit, you can talk. That, that, no, no, I love it though. Um, uh, yes, come up. Yeah. It's not, it's not working down there. It, it doesn't work uh, from down there. So he's talking about the Nexus trilogy. Nam Rodriguez. Right here. Right here. Right there. You're good. No, uh, oh no, no. Um, oh, no. Just okay from the beginning, from I guess. Beginning. Yeah. Okay. I'm very fond of the Nexus trilogy. It's written by Nam Ramirez, started in 2015. I believe all three books are completed. The AI I'm talking about is uploaded a human into a quantum computer that's isolated from the internet to prevent any of the problems with AI unregulated. The AI is driven crazy by the lack of outside contact, is copied into three other pieces. One is stolen by a competing government. And by the end of the series, the AI is actually 
fighting against its splintered selves. Oh, wow, this is so complex. I love it. So I love it. No, I'm serious. I love it. Uh, one of yeah. the splintered selves that escapes is completely insane, and uh -huh. another one is repaired that's fighting against, and yeah. so on. It's a really fantastic book that deals with uh, a lot of nanotechnology, post-human and transhuman. Okay, now he's really losing me. I mean that in a fun way. I mean, that, that sounds really intense. Uh, fantastic series. Uh, me and my girlfriend, I ended up reading the first two books in a single day in different places. Uh -huh. So. Oh, that's great. Well, thank you so much for that suggestion. No, I really love it. That's great. Um, it kind of, um, that sounds a lot more complex, but kind of so, uh, sounded like the Cylons journey, you know, where they started having splintered, yeah. they started fighting against themselves, you know, yeah. the sixes against sixes and, and stuff like that. Does anyone else have a, um, uh, uh, you go for it. Here, come up yes. here so, and come speak on up into, into this, If you don't mind, the mics mic. won't go down there. No, that's all right. I don't mind. Hey, so sorry if you guys covered this, because I, I, I missed a few minutes. Okay. Uh, but uh, Fallout. No, the, we didn't. The, no, we didn't do Fallout. The synths, and specifically Nick Valentine, Nice. Uh, is one of my favorites because he is uh, he's a synth, so he's an android, but he is also uh, he had real memories implanted in him from a real person that lived before the war. Right. And in the course of the game, of course, you're playing, and when you get through all of his missions, he's like, "Okay, now what do I do?" Exactly. Because <laughs> like I did everything this my guy. My purpose is done. Yeah. How do so I live? what do I do now? And then uh, depending on how you play, it depends on where he goes from there. You can tell him, "Well, I guess you should just shut down." Uh, or you can be like, no, dude, like, th this is now the beginning of your life. Cause... So you can kind of do a choose your adventure. I yeah. go this way yeah. or that way. I, like I usually it. tell them, you know, hey, be positive. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Anybody else have a, a robot idea? Do you mind coming up to the mic so we can get yeah. you on the podcast that we're recording? Excellent. Yeah, I just had to look up the author here. Uh, but the android Breck from Anne Leckie's Ancillary Justice. That's a great book. Oh, yeah. Yes. She's, uh, That's a great point. In brief, she is a spaceship who is now living inside of a person. And she's yeah. the last of her kind and has to fight, like, the emperor of humanity who is also an AI, kind of. Yeah. But not. And It's a very interesting world-building mm -hmm. thing yeah, that thing. she did. I mean, this is... Uh, uh, there, it, the use of pronouns in that book is fascinating where she doesn't use a pronoun for the main character yeah. in the book so that you as a reader can put upon her if, if it's a her or like I kept reading it as a she I don't know how yeah. you read it but maybe because I'm a woman I read it as a she well, yeah, yeah. but you and have and to like, uh, yeah. the society is they ignore gender among their citizens so they only use she she and her for their for everybody yeah I think that's why it yeah. fed into my mind that it looked like a woman yeah so that that's a really good one. Yeah. It, it's just three books, oh, Lord. so it, it doesn't it's go on amazing. and on. So Ancillary Justice, and what, what, what's the, uh, the author's name again? Uh, Anne Leckie. Yeah, and she, uh, when the, the year that that was released, she won a bunch of book awards for that book, so that, that, that's super good. So you guys had an idea, too, one of you guys? Yeah. I'm very loud, do I have to? Yes. Well, we want to get <laughs> yes. you on the yeah. mic. We want to get you on uh, the podcast. Huey, Louie, and Dewey from Silent <gasps> Running. Oh my god. My mother made yes. me miss the Muppet Show and watch that on uh -huh. TV and I didn't talk to her for two weeks because we <laughs> cried so we were crying so hard at the end of the film. I'm like, why did you do that to me? Yeah. That was horrible. So that kind of that formed the person you are today. Yeah. Basically. Nice. Nice. Um anybody oh, yeah. else? Yep, come on up. The topic was interesting AIs or yes. okay. AIs, Android um, Cyborgs. Yeah. In Bal Angel Alita, it's a 
really big manga series and then got rebooted mm. into another big manga series. Uh, has a lot to do with cyborgs who and humans who have modified themselves to the point that they're basically brains in robot bodies. Mm. Right. Some of them are robots in human bodies mm -hmm. and it's been so mismatched to the point that uh, another part is uh, this entire society without their knowledge had all their brains replaced by microchips mm, uh, without their knowledge without their knowledge so uh they one of the grand reveals is this guy saws open his own head and reveals that he doesn't have a brain anymore mm. they've been implanted with microchips mm -hmm. and that's been their personality all along that so yeah. it becomes like they move past what makes us human and they start going more towards well what have you accomplished since then and does that make you human so can wow. you say the name again of the Battle Angel Alita? Okay, thank you very much. That's one I have, That's I have, have very not, interesting concept. Have not heard of. And oh yes. On your way can up you here. Can you do it? Yeah. Can you do the walk? Yeah. Come on your on way up. up here, I'm gonna say really quick that I spent an hour laying in bed this this week uh, talking to Siri as Lego Batman. I don't know if anybody <laughs> yeah. else tried that, but yeah. uh, if you say hey pewter, hey, pewter. She'll, yeah. she'll talk to you like your Lego Batman. I so love it. I spent about an hour doing that. That's fantastic. That's awesome. Since we talked about uh, Ash and Bishop, we should probably mention Call, because uh. I think Call is the most interesting AI out of all three of them. Because she, you don't realize she's an AI. No, you don't. halfway through yeah. the movie when she plugs into the Bible and you're like, oh my God. Yep. <laughs> yep, that's a, that's a very, yeah, very good, good choice. Going. We're going to end by playing a little game, unless any of you have one more. That You got one more? Come on up. <laughs> uh, mine's actually from I don't know if anyone's played the video game Soma um, that was one that came to mind that I found super fascinating because you play as this character Simon Jarrett who goes in for a brain scan because he thinks something's wrong with his brain and he wakes up in this like underwater like work colony and he thinks he's human he thinks everyone else is human and then he realizes that he starts to realize as like the sentient computers are talking to him that it's his own, his consciousness had been implanted in this robot. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened to everyone. There, mm -hmm. There's only one human left alive there. Oh, wow. Um, that wow. he goes to find. But I love the journey through yeah. it of actually playing it first person as he finds out these things that he's isn't actually human, that he's a, you know, his consciousness in this robot. So... I love it. I love that, um, you know, the, the great thing about this trope of androids and AIs and, and, and cyborgs and whatnot, like exactly like what you were saying, is it's pretty endless in the possibilities of the stories you can write. And um, I got a correction on um, the, the book that you, you were talking about. It's the Nessus Trilogy from Ramez Nam, N-A-A-M for the writer for that one. And I'm definitely going to get that one. So we only have a few minutes left, um, but I wanted these guys up here to ship because that seems to be the thing nowadays. Two, two robots two from robots. two different universes together. Robots, or can we? Robots, androids, AIs, cyborgs, and everything. And, and I'll go ahead and start. Um, if I was to ship two people, I would ship Roy Batty, who I said Ooh. in the very beginning, and Caprica 6. Oh, I dang. think that they oh. would make a really good... Caprica would be like... 
needs. Well, that's what he needs. I mean, they would go yeah. on adventures trying to fi find out what the meaning of life is. And number six has a super high IQ like he does because everybody, all the other replicants didn't have Roy Batty's IQ. Yeah. So they can, they can talk about the, the meaning of life. And Roy Batty would be constantly trying to extend his life. You know, so number, you know, number six would help him do that. Damn. And if it ever became a show, I would name it Tannhauser Gates. Anybody? <laughs> oh, Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Nikki, who's, who are you going to show? Well, I don't have a clever name for my show. So um, <laughs> I, of course, I'm going to do the Buffy bot. Uh, I can't really think of a whole lot of hot. Uh, so you think because it's Buffy, it has to be hot? Obviously. Okay. Um, so I, there was a really short-lived show, and I think it was called Almost Human on uh, Fox or something. Should have it, was, it was Michael Ely and Minka Kelly and Carl Urban, and oh, I would I would ship oh, her with Carl Michael Urban. Ely because they're both crime fighters in their own way. They both are trying to come to terms with their like their their good the good versus the evil. They're kind of and, the, both their, the same mental age in their journey. Yeah, and, and they're yeah. trying they're trying to figure out like who they are and what you know. And they're they're gaining um, awareness of themselves, so I think I like they'd that. be a hot couple too. They would be super hot for mm -hmm. sure. Uh, Claudia. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna ship Tweaky <laughs> and, and Ava from Ex Machina because I just want to. And he would just, just he would she would kill him because immediately. Like, Beedie, then that's what I want her to do. Beedie, Beedie, I just Beedie, want Beedie. her. He's going to be like, beady, 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 beady. And she's going to be like, goom, goom. Okay, bye. Out. Well, that's I'm a done. short, that's a short shipping. It wouldn't, it, it has a, a very he's low weird. Come on, life. did anybody, he's weird. Oh. Uh, Kai, who would you, who would you ship? You're really going to make me do this? We're gonna, would you like me to skip you? Okay, and don't judge me. Because it's, in my mind, it's like a buddy comedy. No. You're going to um, judge me. I know what you're doing. So it's you fine. know you don't know what I... No, no. I do. I would uh, ship... Uh, no. No. Uh, Rosie from the Jetsons. What? And Seven of Nine. <laughs> Boom. What? Rosie Rosie and Seven, seven of Nine? nine? Yep. Yes. What's that relationship? I said, like? don't judge me, and it's a buddy comedy. No, it's really great. Leave me alone. Rosie is programmed to constantly be that stereotype <laughs> of a female maid back when that was made. So she was constantly. And going to be like, no, we're going to break from and she, this. And, and Rosie I said, don't judge me. Be cleaning up. And Seven of Nine would be constantly frustrated. This, is, like, a, not this is a great this. sitcom. It is a buddy comedy in my mind. Leave me alone. This is, this no, is like, it's a great sitcom. This is like the odd couple. For our it. generation. Thank you. Um, Nikki, and it's trademarked, we... by the way. Don't steal this idea. Um, we, we always do a sign-off yes. quote, so we're going to give you a quote before you guys go along. Thank you guys for sitting here for the, for the whole hour, but we'd like to tell you where you can find us, and we'd Thank love you. to engage with you on Twitter. Um, please check us out on iTunes, Booze and Phasers, and, and like us and give us a review. That would be very helpful. Um, this is our, our 26th episode. Yep. This is our second season, and um, we are part of, as you know, Geek Girl Authority, and we've done a lot of podcasts, but this is our... our this is our this baby. Is our, this is our brainchild. And we, we really, really love it. You guys can find me at Audrey Kearns, K-E-A-R-N-S, across the board. Please check out Geek Girl Authority and follow them on Twitter or check out the website and also uh, Booze and Phasers on Twitter. And Nikki, where can we find your lovely, lovely face? I am at Nikki underscore Griffin on Twitter and Instagram. And I also run the Twitter for at geekexchange.com. Well, at Geek Exchange. And on Facebook, I'm Nikki Griffin. And what else? What else? In life, I'm Nikki Griffin. Oh, and Griffin. then I have a website, mm -hmm. nikkigriffin.com. 
That's pretty easy to remember. Oh, N-I-K-K-I. Yes, yeah, N-I-K-K-I. Not it's K-K-I. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kai, where can we find you? Uh, I am Kai Erickson across all boards, I believe, and that's K-A-J and Erickson, no C, and with a K and S-E-N across You make it so complicated, Kai. Well, you know. Or you can find him trolling Trump. Yeah, just, <laughs> just, just look on Donald Trump's feed and you'll find me. His, his I'm going to say, I, uh, let's not get political, <laughs> but I've got to say that his tweets to Trump have been featured in major news. In articles. News articles. Point, yeah. It's fantastic. Claudia, where can we find you? And Claudia Dolph across the board. Yes. D-O-L-P-H, not F. Okay, we always end every episode with a quote. I'll go first. I, I did it super nerdy and way too long, but just deal with it. I, I, today, I was going to name a different robot, but my head got so full of Roy Batty and um, Rutger Hauer. I love um, Pris, too. I just want to throw that out there. I like Pris. Pris is like great. Pris, Pris is great. But I'm going to uh, sign off with his, his death monologue, which is basically a oh. soliloquy. Yep. If, if you will, beautifully creative, mostly improvised. Um, I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. Attack ships on the fire off the shoulder of Orion. I've watched sea beams glitter in the dark near the Tannhauser Gate. All those moments will be lost in time, like tears and rain. Time to die. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Nikki, do you have a quote? Yes. Um, before the Scooby gang fi figures out that Buffy is not Buffy, um, she says... Angel's lame. His hair goes straight up, and he's bloody stupid. Because he's programmed by Spike. <laughs> Nice. Uh, Mr. Erickson. Uh, probably just man who catch fly with chopsticks accomplish anything. <laughs> okay. Nice. Thank you. Claudia. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jonathan Frakes. Okay, so I don't have a quote. Uh, but I, at the end of our again. podcast, and my boyfriend is very aware of this. Yep. Jonathan Frakes, please tweet at me. At Claudia Dolph. Um, I know that you just did this thing for the DS9 documentary, and that's basically why I'm promoting it, so you can tweet at me. <laughs> so please tweet at me, Jonathan. We've done 26 episodes, and this is how every episode He hasn't ends. tweeted at me yet. Jonathan Frakes, please tweet at Claudia. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Emerald City Comic Con. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for Thank staying you here guys. for the whole hour. You guys were great. Thank you. We're closing it down.